Welcome. To Arcade Audio. Welcome to this week's episode of Married with Movies. I'm one of your hosts, Samantha Mullet. Sitting next to me on the couch is your other host, my beautiful husband, Chris Mullet. I don't know why I said I was ready when I was reclining back. Not sitting up, not engaged. That's my fault, not yours. Yeah, I know it's not my fault. What do you have a pen hanging out here in your, your leg for? I was okay. chilling in this general area. What What did you refer to that area as? Your general area. My what? It's not, it's not the naughty parts. For those of you that are listening. <laughs> My wife just says doesn't keep a pen in her vagina. Yep. It's missing the is. What we do here is... That was so bad. But I think that that is very appropriate for the episode we're about to have. Given our source material. Today's I... Sunday, March 14th. Happy Pi 9 Day. 2021. Happy Pi Day. How many numbers of pi do you know? 3.14. <laughs> Loser. How many do um, you know? No, 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 no. Do you? Isn't it like 3.142398? Oh, something like that. Oh, we gotta test it now. We gotta find out. We gotta see. Probably wrong. We gotta see. Pi is 3.14. One five nine two six. I don't think you said any of that. Sure, I said something like that. Nope. If you're new here, every single week we embarrass ourselves by forgetting basic things we learned in school. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also talk about our lives, and we talk about a random movie we watch from our massive movie collection. That's normally randomly selected or nominated by one of us, but in this case. We are watching something that was bought for us, and I should really stop advertising this, but uh, if you buy us a movie and send it to us by getting our address by sliding into my DMs, then... I've already asked you to stop telling people this. We will watch it 100%. I actually got into a bit of a tiff with friend of the show, Rich Campbellucci. He insisted he bought us a movie that I don't think that he bought us. Um... So we'll have to discuss that. I forgot to mention it to you on a recent episode of uh, Boxing Friends, my Instagram show that you can watch on Instagram, at uh, yourhostmullet38, whenever uh, it goes live, turn on your notifications. But I digress. That's uh, strange. Yeah. I also really don't want to watch it. Because <laughs> right. so, uh, people are buying us movies. Nobody's buying us like... Uh, what's an example of a movie that they could buy us that's good? Nobody's buying us, like, uh, fucking, like, Gandhi. <laughs> like, people are buying us rubber, like we're, like we're discussing today. Um, but before we get into today's movie, um, we had a very, very fun weekend. Did some movie-related things. Sure did. Uh, first we went to Disney Springs. First time we've been to Disney Springs. In over a year, because of everything going on. Mm-hmm. Finally felt comfortable enough to, to make the trek out there. Had a fun time with the little one. Today, we went to our first pop-up restaurant. We sure did. We went to Mubi's mm-hmm. uh, here in uh, the Orlando Eye area. Mubi's, of course, the fictional fast food restaurant from the Clerks franchise. From the View Askewiverse. Featured in Dogma and also featured in Clerks 2. I think it was in Jane Silent Bob Reboot. Uh, Jane Silent Bob Strike Back. Um, yeah, it was a fun experience. They like kind of took over uh, another room of uh, a restaurant that exists in the Orlando Eye area, Tin Roof. And you're able to go and get uh, a cow tipper, which is their hamburger. You were able to get a cock smoker, which is their chicken sandwich and some 
some hater tots and onion rings and whatnot. It's a fun experience. Overpriced to the absolute hilt. Um, I mean, kind of has. Yeah, as yeah, as uh, you know, um, but was was fun to do nevertheless. Um, so that was a good experience. We went to an arcade with our daughter and got way too many tickets, just by sheer luck. Hmm. Um, and, and had observation. I cement is being an observant, nosy Parker. You won tickets. The machine wasn't dispensing tickets. You're like, ah, whatever. And I'm like, it says it owes us like 1,200 tickets. It didn't owe us 1,200 tickets. It, it owed us like somebody 20. 1,200 tickets. We were the ones there. We're getting the fucking tickets. Oh, absolutely. Fuck 100%. That. They don't know. Also, because Jillian kept spinning that dice, so they didn't know what it was left on. Sure. Uh, so, yeah. So, that was this weekend. Had a fun time. Last weekend, we... I don't remember what we did, but I do remember that we watched a movie we have not discussed on the podcast. We watch a movie, we discuss it, uh, if it was like a newer movie, and we watched Coming to America. We did. On Amazon Prime, uh, the over 30-year wait for a sequel to Coming to America, which we've done on the podcast before. Uh, finally hit, and of course, its name was the exact same as the other one. It's just a number instead of the word. And it's gotten a lot of a lot of mixed reactions online. Most people seem to dislike it. Really? Yes. Uh, I wasn't one of those people. I enjoyed it. I, I think that you really have to set your expectations when you're going into something like this. Because it's... How long since the first one? Uh, it came out in 89. Yeah. So, so yeah, like 30-something 30, 30 years. 32 years, yeah. It's not going to be the same. Like, you have to give a lot of grace to something like this. I liked it. I thought that the story was good. I thought that I liked the callbacks, you know? <laughs> Yeah. I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed For it. For what I, it was. I wasn't wanting. It was totally fine. It it met the minimal expectations that I had for it. Uh, I probably would never watch it again. It had some great callbacks, like Samantha said. It was fun seeing some of the characters once more. It was definitely more modernized and dumbed down. It was obviously all PG-13, so there was only so much I could do with it. It was perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. If people saw, watched it and hated it, I wouldn't get it. Oh, I would get it if they were like, well, if you've watched any sequel, oh, especially comedy sequels over the past two or three decades, you know you can't have high expectations. Right, exactly. So going with low expectations, I think you'll leave happy, um, which ultimately I was happy. Um, yeah, that's about as, as significant of a review it really needs. Um, so yeah. check if you like the first movie, check it out. Just lower your expectations when you when you're going. Right, into. exactly. That's all you gotta do. Yeah. Anything else before we get into the movie for the day? I feel like we need some time for the movie we're watching or we discussed today. So I don't think we need that much. We time. don't need much time. Uh, why do we not need much time? No reason at all. Let's get into it. Uh, this movie was purchased for us as a Christmas gift from your best friend in the entire world, I and. Mean, Former guest of the She's show. She's a friend. <laughs> wow. No, I'm just kidding. She's going to be upset. Carly no, Coffee. I'm just kidding. I love her more than anything. The movie is called Rubber. And I believe it is my turn to read the back of the box. Will sure, you double check that? Sure. No, no, no. You're going to double check. God damn it. I I, I, I'm almost positive it is. Because last week's episode was Deadpool. Yeah, I just yeah. want nothing to do with it. So, yeah. Yeah, it's your turn to read All right, Rubber. Is uh, there a lot of writing on it? Uh, yeah, there's enough. A film by Quentin Dupieux. Funny, gory, and downright insane, says Bloody Disgusting. Careful where you tread. A <laughs> film brimming with comic brilliance and manic originality, says Cinematical. Incredibly bizarre, utterly unforgettable, says Entertainment Weekly. It is for- unforgettable. <coughs> Can you give me a water? N- no. After, after I read this? Yeah. Oh, that's not fair. No, I'm going to give you a water All right, go, right now. Go get a water. Because I feel something in my throat. And I'm not going to make that... <gasps> All of the, the Jillian's activity board and... 
the sign that was hanging there. The, the little family rules thing. Whatever. Oh, calamities at the mullet house. <laughs> Can't even blame it on the ghost. The ghost! We have a ghost in our house, and it keeps knocking things over and moving things. It may also just be our cleaning lady. <laughs> it may just be me being a brute. But I'm pretty sure we have a ghost in our yeah. house. Rubber is the story of Robert. He has a name? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> an inanimate tire that has been abandoned in the desert and then suddenly and inexplicably comes to life. As Robert roams the bleak landscape, he discovers that he possesses terrifying telepathic powers that give him the ability to destroy anything he wishes. I mean, come on! At first content to prey on discarded objects and small desert creatures, his attention soon turns to humans, especially a beautiful and mysterious woman who crosses his path. Leaving a swath of destruction behind, Robert becomes a chaotic force and truly a movie villain for the ages. I'm really mad that you did not get that any was, on that. that was, so I've been purposely at work um, in training for my new job at work. And, of course, like there's like a lot of slides. And in training, you have to like read a lot. I keep volunteering to read just to like... You're such a damn cheater. And you cheating? Yes, it is. And you do most of the reading for Jillian at night. That's, yeah. You're a fucking cheater, man. We're switching. You're doing the baths, and I'm reading. Got to increase your reps, son. I'm still... I'm up two now, right? Yes. We have about 15 episodes to go, I believe. Sure. Before our bed is over for good, and then we can just read forever and not worry about the ramifications of it. Yeah, that would be nice. That's going to be very nice. Uh, so, yeah, so I knew nothing of this movie before it was bought for Neither us. Neither did I. And then by research, not researching it, but like just doing a quick Reddit and Google search, kind of a notorious movie. It was shown at Sundance or Con. I think probably Sundance is more like it. And kind of got a reputation, and it's pretty much, like I was just talking about coming to America, but to a lesser extent, kind of right in the middle of everybody, in that, like, you either love it, or you hate it. There's no middle ground, because this is undoubtedly one of the weirdest movies I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah. You can attest to that, yes? Yes. Uh, the back of the box pretty much sums it up. Well, no. That, it's impossible Look, to just sum it up. This was awful. I hated every moment that I had to watch it, and I fell asleep 17 times. Oh, I was so mad at you. You kept falling asleep. 17, on purpose. I just kept trying to stay asleep. That's how I get through these kinds of things, and Mullet kept waking me up, so I was so mad that I saw way more of this movie than I ever wanted to. Well, because we do a fucking movie review podcast. Yeah, but... And you have to be able to... My movie review is going to be three words. It was awful. And that's it. I don't think I need to expand on anything else. What, What are your thoughts? I didn't hate it. Oh, my God. It was so bad. It was so bad. It would have been so much better if it was just a tire on a human body and it was just a, uh, walking around, it was what? awful. That's what I was expecting from this bizarre-ass right, so, movie. So one thing I was expecting, I was expecting the tire to be able to, like, vocalize or, Yeah, like, it, it, it didn't. You just saw a tire rolling around the, the, the desert, the dirt, and then it was taking a shower at one point, <laughs> and... Let's take a shower. I don't know. So let me me clarify. I need something to drink. All right, go get it. No, like I need like the bottle. Can you bring me a bottle of wine? So I didn't hate it. I'm not saying that I enjoyed it. What I'm saying is that I can sit as everyone's listening. Look. Bro, you can't even get through your fucking sentence, man. You, you... Because it's so hard to describe. So, so let right, me tell let you me... what I don't like. Okay, let me tell, let me tell like. you what I didn't like. What? The movie? The entire movie. Yeah. But let me tell you how this shit show opens, okay? Oh, no, the op- oh we're going to really disagree here. I love the opening. What the fuck is this? I love you the opening. You have artistically placed chairs mm-hmm. in the fucking desert, and this car comes and hits every single one. <laughs> There's a guy, there's a, who was Every the accountant single chair. standing there Why with like a handful Why was that necessary? Of, they tell you, all right, so. Why was the man in the trunk? I thought it was just going to be a tire. That's when I thought. 
that the person getting out, I didn't know it was going to be him. I thought it was just going to be a body with a tire as the head. That's what I first thought. So, so, the, so as Samantha's explaining to you. I didn't know if he was breaking the fourth wall or not. If he was talking to me, I thought I was in the wrong place. Exactly. And I fucking hated it. I love the opening. I hate it. The opening is my favorite part of the movie. I hate it. <laughs> so. And uh, this, this no reason homage. What? So. What? So Samantha's just saying random words that make no sense. Exactly. That's what the movie did. It's where did. you get this worked up. Look. So listen. So listen. So listen. Uh, so this, this. Can I fucking no. talk? This is what you do to me every single week is you not let me speak because you get so irate about points that I try to make. This movie is ridiculous bullshit and the homage to no reason really pisses me off because it goes against like my entire type A personality. Completely. So I'm gonna hit you with something. I that was my favorite part of the movie, as you threw a pen at me. That so, pen was in my vagina. <laughs> the way they just set up, you know, this guy standing there with a bunch of binoculars in his hand, and then a bunch of chairs randomly placed, like you said, and this cop car veering around to hit all the chairs is just the funny visual number one. Then this cop comes out of the trunk. Mind you, he's holding a glass of water. He forgot that very, very important part. He's holding the glass of water the entire time and breaking the fourth wall to the to the audience at home. But it turns out we later on think it's the audience that's in the desert. Later, later on during the credits, find out it's to nobody. Cuts a monologue about famous no reasons in film history. And there is simplistic as why, why was E.T. Brown no reason Against uh, what's another one that I'm I'm forgetting now. He has a, a big monologue about no reasons in movies, and basically sets up that everything you're seeing in this movie is going to be for no reason. Just no problem. He pours the glass of water out. He gets back in the trunk, and that's it. <laughs> I can appreciate that. It lures you right in, and it's like, okay, I'm in for something that's completely different than what I was expecting. And I now know that whatever happens in this movie is under the guise of why the fuck not. So I'm in on that. Now, what happens afterwards and what they choose to do with it, that's where I have some problems. So my biggest problem with the movie is the writing and the directing. In that you can definitely tell that this guy, this Quentin Dupieux, who also is apparently did the music, he's like some fucking French DJ, thinks that he's really hot shit. I mean, he's a French DJ, you just said. All you needed to say. <laughs> Bro, what fucking directing? Oh, make the tire move this way. Hey, what? That's, that's impressive. Like, they, it's a remote control tire. There's no, there's all practical effects. You know, that, that I can appreciate that as well. Uh, you can tell that he thinks this is like just fucking brilliant. And it's not. It's not. He made a movie about a tire that comes to life and has, like, psychokinetic powers and can blow shit up. Um, and how they tie that together is that it's a movie that people are watching, but that movie keeps going even when they expect it to end. I that whole sub thing sucked. It was, I mean, I don't understand. So, so as soon as the, the, as soon as the cop gets back in the trunk and drives away, the guy holding the binoculars hands out a bunch of binoculars to this a couple, audience. a couple film geeks, some cool black lady, a father, father and son, son, this guy in a wheelchair, these two snooty girls, you know, and they're watching what we, we think would be like a screen. No, they're actually just watching the events take place on their binoculars. And the events taking place is this tire over the course of 10 to 15 minutes come to life in the dirt and just learn how to walk and roll around, and then roll over a can, and then roll over a bird. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Uh, it rolls over a scorpion, and then it blows a bird up, then it blows a rabbit up. And that's really about it. And it's like, okay, can we can we get into this already? <laughs> it's like this. And then it took a shower. We're not there at the uh, shower yet. So I'm sorry. It's just you see how ridiculous this escalation is. It woke up in the dirt. It learned to roll around. 
It ran some stuff over, and then it blew stuff up with its But they mind. also... Well, so, like... So it All blows, while people are watching it on their binoculars. So it blows up the bird first. And as soon as it blows up the bird, like, a love song starts playing. I'm like, okay, that's funny. Because now you know, like, this tire is, like, likes to do this. And is going to continue to do this. And then he you does it to a... way too much thought to this fucking movie, bro. You, it's number one. It's called film analysis. You should fucking learn it by this point. Number two, it's not just oh, I like the song or I like the actor. It's like you got to think like what went You're in. You're giving way too much to Quint- credit to Quentin Depew. 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 Um, you have to for something like this because it's yeah, obvious. It's ridiculous. Because it's obvious that this guy did the exact same thing. Cool. And you have to. Put the exact same amount of thought into it to think that what he thought is it valid or worthwhile or smart or stupid in the first place. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, I'm going with it's 75% stupid. But the other 25%, it's really, really good, like horror satire. I think it's got a couple of really, really good performances. Um, uh-huh. And. Like when the tire was taking a shower. You are so frustrating. All right, let's 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 to keep talk going to. Then. Is there anything that you like? Is there anything that you liked about this movie? Keep talking about the plot. Is there any, uh, no? Is there anything you liked about this movie? I liked the tire taking a shower. I almost just, I, like that I almost scene. threw this entire bottle of water in your face. Go on. Would have been so worth it to me. Do it. So, the tire, just like a a, a horror movie, becomes infatuated with a, you know a woman. Uh, on the road and starts following her, but he gets sidetracked because he gets like hit off the road by a truck. Trace chases the truck driver down and makes that head Blows explode his head again. Up. Great practical effects was all like legitimate like dummies and you know it looked it looked good. Um, I don't know how you can't at least get some enjoyment out of watching an inanimate object blow things up. I mean, I think it's gratuitous. You thought it was gratuitous? Sure. Why? They just run them over. They didn't need to blow them up. It's one tire. Mind. Like, run their head over? Sure. With what power that he has? It's a tire. Well, it I guess that's... mind power. I mean, what the fuck? That you completely contradicted what you just said. <laughs> hey, uh, bad Samantha question alert coming up. If you could give an inanimate object a brain, what inanimate object would you give a brain to? Like, if you could give life to something that doesn't live, what would it be? Uh-huh. You want my real answer or my fake answer? Both. My fake answer for last would probably be, oh, my vibrator. Right? <clears throat> um, but my real answer... Good one, improv audience member. <laughs> An apple! Um, I think my answer would be... I don't know. I know, I never really thought of it. Because who thinks about giving a brain to inanimate objects? Probably like the TV or something. Why would you want the TV to have a brain? I don't know. So then it could just put on whatever I want to watch. And You sure hardly I, ever know what you want to watch. I know, but make sure it doesn't put on rubber. No, I don't know. I don't know. That's a good question. What about you? What would you do? Uh, the car. My car. Mm. It'd be great. I could just like talk to him. Mm-hmm. Um, you could get... Uh, Echo Auto. That's not the same thing. I mean, like, I want, like, Kit. <laughs> I want to be Knight Rider. Okay. I want to be Michael Knight Rider. Um, so, so yeah, so the tire is, like, trying to find this woman. Chase, he doesn't chase her down, but she stops. Mind you, like, you have no idea what this woman's doing. She's oddly French, because she's probably, like, the girlfriend of Quentin Depew. Um, we get more, so... Her getting naked and getting into the shower, that's gratuitous. Yeah. Um, but again, you gotta match up with those like horror movie tropes, I guess. Um, so the, the the tire checks itself into the hotel and yes, takes a shower. I don't know why you're obsessed with this I tire that taking was a so shower. Funny. That part I Well, because really it's trying so, so it's trying to like learn. It's when trying it, to be a person. Swimming. Yeah, it goes swimming and whatnot. So, like, around this part is where the movie, like, really gets off the rails because... Yeah, here's where it gets off the rails. Um, it starts to tread water. 
Because Attire was in the shower. And then give, like, food to the audience. Well, yeah, so the audience has been there for a few days, and, like, they're starting to starve. And you saw an earlier scene, which you probably were asleep for, where this accountant guy is, like, in, like, his own hotel room somewhere, and he, he gets a call, and he's there with, like, a live turkey. Like, the, do you see the live turkey at, at some point? Yeah, there's a live turkey, turkey, which he then ends up, like, bringing to the people to eat, and they all, like, carnivores just... Tear into it. Tear into it. I saw that. And, and dig in and whatnot. And, like, almost immediately, like, the little kid doesn't feel good and everyone starts to get sick. And they're all poisoned. They all die. Except for one guy, who's the guy in the wheelchair, because he didn't eat. Because he's just there to, like, watch the movie. Which is why it had to keep going on. I right. So, apparently, everybody that everybody that's watching the movie. So, so like, I, all right. So, let me try to make sense of this. Oh. So what are you trying to say? That the bloodlust... Of the people watching the movie is what's causing it to go on. But as long as the bloodlust of those... So it's really a statement about violence. Oh, yes. Because we are watching the movie to watch heads explode and watch, you know, killers do their thing. But when we're gone, there's no going to be there to consume it. But with that one guy being there, and even kind of gets towards it, at the end of the, at the end, when he's like, "Well, I'm just a person. I'm not part of the movie," and the tire blows his head up, and the things just keep on going. You're never gonna stop it. See, I figured it out. I just added a point on this movie for myself because I figured out what Quentin was going for here. Cool. <laughs> uh, yeah, it gets off the rails. There's a lot to unpack in the last like 25 minutes. So. The accountant tries to get the guy in the wheelchair to eat, and he just won't. And the accountant basically monologues himself into poisoning himself and dying? Is that the best way to, like, kind of describe it? Yeah, I would say so. Like, he just keeps talking until, like, he starts eating what he was supposed to give the guy in the wheelchair. And then, as you said, this guy thought he was going to win, like, an award or something, and, like, dramatically dies. It was so bad. I... I... Well, I, we both try really hard to not talk about anything to do with the movies until we're doing this show. So we never really know what the other person thought. I couldn't help myself. I couldn't help myself. I just leaned back in the chair and said, who the fuck is this guy? Who the fuck this guy think he is? Mm-hmm. Like, he seriously thought this was some, like, MCU level shit. Like, he thought he was going to get noticed for this. So I'm not, so he's not my LVP. Okay, well, hang on one second. I just want to see one thing. Who, the accountant. He was right. second build. Cool. Well, he's from Columbus, Ohio. Fuck. So that's cool. <laughs> oh, man, I'm like, what else has this guy done? This guy has been in 126 things as an wow. actor. Okay. He, it, oh, man. I don't know exactly what kind of acting he does. The upcoming project season is Kissy Cousins, Monster Babies, and Morphin Elvis. Let's move on. <laughs> I don't want to get uh, into any of those for a variety uh, of reasons. Oh, man. He's in a lot of really weird stuff. He was on Reno 911. Or he's in that 911 reboot. Um, yeah, he, he does a lot of weird... A lot of TV... Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. I'm surprised he doesn't do like a lot of like radio. Yeah, a lot with of TV. how weird he is. Okay, that's great. We don't have to go that deep in his IMDb. Oh, uh, so the movie has to go on. So the cop from earlier is investigating uh, the the maid from the hotel being killed by the tire. Right, right. Because he exploded her head everywhere. Because she found him in the shower. She's the one who found him showering. He's like, oh, you didn't knock, and exploded. And the her. and the cop. And like, it's everywhere. The cop knows that the it's a movie, but nobody else on his force like knows. Like he has them shoot him and he's totally fine. But because the wheelchair guy's still alive, he still has to like investigate it if it's the movie. So he's interviewing like the mean uh hotel runner, the mean hotel operator, who's got is that what his son? That was like getting the pizza that he put like roadkill on. I I don't know what the relationship. And then that were. kid like tried to like bond with the tire. I felt like. Well, but, yeah, somebody uh, has to. <laughs> oh man! Again, the tire doesn't speak. The tire this doesn't guy, emote. The tire doesn't do anything. The accountant was in a Beverly Hills Chihuahua. He was the dog nanny. That, that means nothing to me. Um, 
So it all like builds up. So they have like they how, I I don't remember how they got the woman involved. Like the woman comes aboard at some Which point. Which woman? The like the woman, like oh, the, the woman, woman in the car. I don't know. Like they get, I think they interviewed her? Well, they they get her to like try to coax the tire because they set a dummy up as if it was the woman and she like over like of like a speaker is talking to the tire like, "Oh, you're like you're so big and strong and like come to me and these sort of things and like it doesn't work at first but then he gets upset because she starts like berating him so like he blows the dummy's head up and that does nothing mm-hmm. so then like the guy in the wheelchair gets involved and the cop says you know it's because of you this is happening so the cop just goes in blows like shoots the tire with a shotgun <laughs> comes out throws the tread at the guy and he's like z movie's over and the guy's like no it's not then a tricycle rolls out, and the like the tire has been reincarnated as the tricycle. Kills the wheelchair guy. By, by, by exploding. Exploding him, him. not even just his, his head the whole time. The woman leaves. The cop leaves, and then like the tricycle leads like a brigade. Oh uh, yeah, like a, a gang of, of tires, tires. Yeah. To like wreak havoc, and like the uprise, world. and then the movie ends. And then over the credits, you get an idea of, like, the cop, the, who is talking, the cop's talking to nobody before. Mm-hmm. We see that first monologue again, and the accountant's just standing there. So it all doesn't really come together. So what you're saying is <laughs> that it's awful. I didn't hate it, is the only thing I can continue to say. I would never encourage anybody to watch it. And of course that means that I'm going to try to find the whole movie on YouTube and link it in the description for those of you that are morbidly curious that do want to watch it. Uh, as I, I, I talked about it to a couple people, like I referenced it like on like an Instagram show or in text. Why? People were like, oh yeah, I've heard of it. Like it has a reputation. Not a good one. Of be, like people like knowing that it's out there. And I know this Quentin guy recently made something that had some kind of buzz or I don't want to use the word acclaim, but like he's making a name for himself doing this stuff. Um, Great. Grand. uh, His Wikipedia just goes to his DJ name, Mr. Oizo, which is not good. Uh, yeah, he's a filmmaker, producer, DJ, composer, and songwriter. Uh, he made Rubber, he made Wrong. I want to see if anybody I know of has done any of these. So, I'm just going to quickly read the other movies that he's done. So, Wrong, um, it looks like a guy searching for his dog. So, basically, John Wick. Wrong (laughs) Cops. So, Wrong Cops, uh, still don't recognize anybody. Buddy, it's an ensemble independent comedy. Crime has been de- completely eradicated. Crooked cops look to dispose of a body that one of them accidentally killed. So at least more more straightforward. A movie called Reality. Um, still don't recognize. Oh, John Heater was in this one. Oh, I've seen the I've seen the box to this. So it's a guy in like a movie theater with like a bunch of like dummies surrounding. I've seen I've okay. seen I've seen the poster for that. And then he did Keep an Eye Out. In 2018, a bunch of French people in this one. Surreal black comedy. It involves a police commissioner and a suspect in an interrogation room. Received positive reviews from critics. Deerskin. He's got a movie like every year. Ooh, this has got John, former best actor John Desjardins in it. Uh, from The Artist. The guy from The Artist. Okay. So I have to describe who he is. Um... Okay, seems got 87% on Rotten Tomatoes. Okay, an accessible movie. And then Amandables, which came out last year, um, which is a Belgian comedy film. Again, seems gotten some good... Uh, two simple-minded friends find a giant fly stuck in the trunk of a car and set themselves up to train it to earn money with it. Okay, so he's back to being weird. Okay. But 95% on Rotten Tomatoes. So this guy's got... Got some stuff going on. Okay. Uh, he's also done a bunch of music videos. Seems like he's doing well for himself. So this was the start of something 
bigger and better. Is this the kind of movie that... What's the question? You don't like you don't like horror movies. You don't like a lot of blood and gore and guts and stuff. Yeah. If it was without that, it'd just be a tie rolling around and showering. I'd thoroughly enjoy it. You, how can I say this without offending you? You cannot. You already have. You don't like to think when watching movies. Why? Why should I? Because films are not just about entertainment i'm aware but it, it is an entertainment industry sure and it's not but like it's I, also an art uh, sure it's not like i i hate every movie that i have to think in i like movies that that make you think i just don't like movies like this that are bizarre and try to do more than what they could ever be. Like, we were just watching... So, we've watched uh, Infinity War and Endgame probably, like, 20 times the past two weeks, as well as always on TV. Jillian really wants to watch That's them. hyperbole, but go on. Okay, like, 10. Um, and, and those movies make you think, right? Especially, like... There's, like, the little Easter eggs from other movies or other properties and things that's like that. That's not thinking. That's paying attention. Okay, sure. There's a difference. Okay. I don't want to think about, oh, it's just, a, it's an allegory for violence and, like, come on. It's a movie about a fucking tire that blows things up with its non-existent brain. It has no speaking part. It has, speak then. You have a brain. Fucking use your powers to verbally communicate. That was a letdown. The whole time I was like, is he going to talk? Sure. Sure. Also, but I never got that his name like was you, Robert you, until the credits. If they said, Well, like, you can't personify. You cannot. Robert. Robert. You can't personify something without giving it the qualities of hu- humans that will translate easily on film. Now, be careful. Okay, oh, okay, you clarify a little bit. Because I was going to say, like, you don't have to be verbal to... I, I, I know that. I know that, but... If you came in partway through this movie, right? Sometimes, you know, oh, you're running late for a movie, you miss the credits, you come in after the first five minutes of the film I'd be mad because the first five minutes of the movie are my favorite part. But go on. Well, exactly. But if you missed that, would you be able to know what was going on in this movie? No, and I think okay. that was kind of the point of it. But... Okay, but I think that that's I think that that's absurd. That there's nothing that I just think it's it's bizarre and it's frankly quite boring, and I just didn't enjoy it. It's not because I had to think. I didn't. Ha- you don't have to think in this movie because it's not an allegory for the violence and all of that. Whatever I do, bullshit I do, you were saying. I think something you just said actually like gives me more of an appreciation for it is that this movie you can choose if you do or do not want to think you could seriously just sit down turn your brain off and be try to be entertained by this movie and you might do that you wouldn't you probably won't but you might be based on a tire coming to life and blowing people up and all the crazy things happening but you can also can sit there and try to pay attention and try to listen and try to figure out what it was and also be entertained by it so at the very least they're, while saying there's no reason of what's going on, it's giving everybody a chance to reason in themselves as to what is happening and what it is doing. I honestly thought that we were just going to come on this, on this episode, just fucking talk mad shit about this movie, and then peace out. I did not know we were going to go like 40 minutes <laughs> having an argument about... How deep this movie because actually that's, is. That's what we. That's what I want to be and do. Okay, We're a movie cool. podcast. It's not just. I know. We can do it next week when we when you jerk off all over Greatest Showman. I'm like, yeah, it was great. Fine, six. Like, <laughs> like. That's what makes this podcast great. Is that we 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 watch all kinds of movies, and films, and we disagree. I prefer when we disagree. As opposed to when we agree. So, let me ask. Is this movie better than Scrawl? No. Yes. The- Maybe. I don't know. That's mind-blowing to me. Scrawl, we'll get- Scrawl's... 
I, I don't even count that as a movie, <laughs> to be quite honest with you. That's a fair point. Let's get the MVP and MVP, and then we'll go from there. Uh, MVP, I think, is very easy. The MVP is the cop. Yeah, it's the cop. The cop is great. Uh, Steven Spinella. I thought he had really good charisma. I thought yeah. he was very funny. Like I said, I love. I the, liked his scenes. That like I like the monologue. I, mean, I was shitting on this movie a lot, but I mean, I, it was. I thought there he, were some good parts. He was just a really good like presence in this movie to kind of make sense of all the like the insanity that was happening. Uh, he was my only option, really. Yeah, uh, there wasn't really another. I, I like the guy in the wheelchair. He, you know, he was fine. Um, Wings Hauser. Wings. So I started laughing when the opening credits. I wasn't sure if they were credits to the movie that they were watching or the movie we were watching, which ended up being both. But I thought they were just fake names. <laughs> it's like Wings Hauser is a great fake name, but it's that guy's real name, Father of Cole Hauser. Uh, LVP. Who you have for LVP? I have a couple. Who don't I have for LVP? <laughs> Let's see here. That douchebag father-son combo. That douchebag son. He was a douchebag. Like the like the, the audience member ones or yeah. the hotel? So I, I didn't the mind them. The audience member. The kid, the, the Ooh, Hughes kid, the kid that was like the hotel kid, really didn't like him. I thought he was bad. He was bad. Um, I didn't like... I mean, I feel like a lot of other people were just, like, bit parts, you know? So, my, the main one I originally had, she didn't have that much, but whoever the girl was with the redhead, she was, like, so snooty and rude and, like, obnoxious and overbearing. She might have only had, like, three or four lines, but I'm like, oh, man, if she's in this whole movie, she's, like, one of the worst actresses I've ever seen. But then she just ate some fucking turkey and died. <laughs> so, it's fine. Uh, Haley Holmes was, was her name. Um, I mean, the main girl yeah, also wasn't like great either. Like, she was... I didn't really like any of them, so... No, Really, yeah. you can pick. I'm not really attached to... I can't really make a case for, for most of these people, because I probably uh, fell asleep when they uh, came on. Jeez. Oh, man, you know in the credits? It credits... Did you see on IMDb? Goodyear? <laughs> Really? It's the yeah. actor for the tire. Robert as Robert. He played Goodyear. Oh man, that's amazing. <laughs> all right, I, all right. Um, <sighs> I'm going. Man, I don't know. It wasn't the accountant. I like I I, I like that Haley Holmes girl for it. She was. She was overbearing. Yeah, I didn't like her, so we'll give it to her. Ultimately very inconsequential, but that's kind of appropriate for this for this movie. She's uh, also in Better Call Saul. Who? She's one she you know the film the film Oh one of the three film Oh she's I know exactly what we're see is. Oh yeah, I don't like her in that either. Yeah, she's the Oh girl. god, okay, good. So, okay, in good. that. Alright, well it's she's LVP of rubber. Um Anything else? No. Not, I mean, not that I've got. You've got anything else? I mean, it's, it's, pre, it's pretty short. It's, it's, 80, it's 87, Oof. 82 minutes. 83 minutes was all that it was. Mm-hmm. Um, rubber teaser camera test. We didn't watch those. Cool. And we never will. <laughs> oh, this is, oh, we're definitely giving this back to Carly. So that way she's forced... To try and watch it. Just like we gave Scrawl back to your mom. Yeah, you know my mom's never going to watch that, right? I know, but I don't want it in my house. <laughs> but I, will, I would watch Rubber 10,000 times before I would watch Scrawl ever again. Oh, man. Because at least this is something. But see, but then I don't know because I could not, I could not stop watching Scrawl. Because it was so bad. I was like, well, you just Well, you just like Joe. What would Joe say while watching Rubber? What the fuck? That's hard. I can't do it. Wow, you <laughs> shit on me. What the fuck was that? You had one oh. character and it's gone. You ruined it's gone. it. It's gone. What would Beetlejuice say about? about <laughs> what would I say about this? This movie and I are good friends. Is all I'm gonna say. Uh, but that makes sense. There you go. Hey Joe, what's going on, man? I'm Beetlejuice. Nice to meet you. How are you? Who the fuck are you? <laughs> 
I'm glad you found this again. This is good. This is, this is impressive. This is nice. I'm gonna leave so that way I don't want to talk to you. I know I know what she feels now when I'm here. This is an existential crisis. This is like rubber. I'm Beetlejuice. Bye. <laughs> The problem was, yeah, you just have to get it. You have to put your head down, close your eyes, get dumpy, and then you're Joe. Hi. <laughs> Hello. Did you watch Rubber at all, Joe? No. No? I've got some rubbers. Got you, some rubbers in the back, You're yeah. filthy, Joe. Well, I always realize... Gotta go fuck my sister, whatever my relationship with that girl was. You're just human British Eeyore. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's that's what Joe is. Yeah, Joe the actor, Joe the character. Both Joe. Can't play someone I'm not named because then I won't know it's me. <laughs> so funny. You're never funny. Why are you funny at doing this? Oh. Yeah, right. fuck you, man. <laughs> you can leave, hey, Joe. Hey, yeah, fuck you. Sorry, right, I'm done with you. Goodbye. It's a fucking tire. <laughs> What happened? Nothing. <laughs> oh, man. Do I get to give this movie a score first? Yeah, you go, you go first. I'm giving this movie... What did I give Scrawl? A zero? No, so we, you don't give zeros. Below us is a one. All right, I'm going to give this movie a two. A two? Wow. A two and a half, actually. No, what you... No, a two and a half. Because that Goodyear... That, that Goodyear credit... <laughs> <laughs> that that did that did tickle my funny bone a little bit there. That that gave oh, me man. they got some humor behind that. That was somebody else. It had nothing to do with the movie. Well thank you, IMDB. You saved this movie. I'm gonna give this movie a four and a half. Oh my goodness gracious. Because You're an idiot. I, <laughs> that's why. Because I I think it swung for the fences. And it missed. And I, I, here's what I think of it. It swung for the fences and it made solid contact with the ball. And the third base it's coach... Fucking, it's not fucking Wesley The third Snipes base coach the, in, was like, stop running. And it kept running and it got called out and it made a dumb play. That's what happened with this movie. Had some stuff going for it, but ultimately it just is a weird, poor movie about a tire. Which we like... Almost as much as we liked The Fan, which was a movie about baseball. I kind of like this more than The Fan. <laughs> you know? You did. Yeah, you scored it. Yeah, yeah. it's... I, I, Like I said, I didn't hate it. I, I, I kind of got it, but it just kind of... That's been all for this week's episode of Married with Movies. Watch a movie with a tire blowing shit up. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I'm kind of in on that. Next week, The Greatest Showman. Whoopty shit. Back to our regularly scheduled schlocky shit that you people voted for, that you wanted to watch, to hear us watch, hear us watch talk about words. After that, we got Jeff Who Lives at Home, then we got Hereditary, then we got our next Wrap It Up movie, X-Men Dark Phoenix. We got a hot four weeks for you here. A lot going on. <laughs> yeah. No, no, it goes like, I don't know. This is good. This might zig and zag. No, it's definitely going to pick back up the hereditary there. Um, wherever you get your podcasts, rate, review, and subscribe. Arcadeaudio.net's our home base of this podcast and the others in our network of shows. Patreon.com slash Arcadeaudio for bonus content. We're currently mapping out our summer uh, Patreon series that we're going to be doing. Oh, yeah, I got some good stuff coming. Yes, good stuff there. Uh, I mentioned my Instagram earlier, at your host, Mall38. Samantha's is Jam With Your Sam. At Jam With Your Sam. And fuck you. I've been waiting the whole time because I don't want to interrupt you. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Yeah, see what happens when you don't interrupt me? I but promote, fuck I you. Because you made a really nice post earlier on Instagram about mm -hmm. the great day that you had, and you didn't even fucking tag me you have a picture of me mm -hmm. but you didn't even fucking tag me married with movies so i think that you forgot my my handle it's at jam with your sam married with movies at gmail.com at, at j-a-m-w-i-t-h-y-o-u-r-s-a-m jam with your sam 
at Mary W. Movie. On Instagram, I told you Twitter. to not interrupt me in the plugs. Are you going to apologize for forgetting to tag me? Can you go back and re-tag in, in the post? At Mary W. Movies on Twitter, Facebook.com slash Married with Movies, ArcadeAudio.net slash Podwoggle for my retro wrestling diary. I'm about to enter. That was gross. The year 1993. You're about to enter the year 1993. Six years old and I didn't know you and everything was better. Was it? Yeah. Okay. That's cool. <laughs> Anything else? No. I don't tag you in one Instagram photo. You don't tag me ever. I don't put photos of you on Instagram. You, you... You tag me in episodes of Boxing Friends that I'm not on just so I could watch the stupid shit that you buy that yeah. I have to live with already. I already know you bought it. Yeah, but have you heard me talk about it? Yes. <laughs> yes. I have. Incessantly. It's a fair point. Anything else? It's the only point. No. For Mullet. This is Mullet. Signing out for this week's episode of Married with Movies. We'll catch you next time on our couch. Flash the movies. What rubber songs are there? Just songs about fucking. No, it's not. There probably is like a genuine side. It's like, let me get my rubbers. <laughs> you put like, is there like a Goodyear song? Well, I'm going to do, maybe. Well, I know the one song. I like like the love song that played. Just do was... like like DJ, DJ Ozio's songs. Oh, God. I don't want to do that. Why? Well, they're his song, man. Probably's got a whole, a whole set list dedicated to this. Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at ArcadeAudio.net.